Good morning. Good morning. Woo! Are we happy to be here? Yes. yes! All right. I am so excited to have our children up here because they're amazing. And we get to see that every single day in Sunday school. We get to see how incredible they are. And we get to watch as they learn about the Bible, about Jesus, and about what we believe. It's a pretty incredible experience. And today we're talking about some tools that they're going to take with them as they go to school. We're so proud of them. They have so many opportunities to join, you know, extra clubs and sports, and those are just all extra opportunities for them to show God and show his glory and his grace. Amen. So today, we're talking about a tool that they all have and that they all have learned about in Sunday school, and that's the armor of God. So armor is protective clothing. It covers you, and it protects what's on the inside. We have pretty valuable stuff on the inside of us, right? Yes. Yeah. We've got our organs. We've got our heart. We've got all of these wonderful things that work together to make us who we are. So Ephesians 6, 10 through 18 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye would be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers and against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you would be able to withstand the evil day, and having done all, to stand. So there's different parts of the armor of God. It's not just one specific piece. It says, Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with the belt of truth, and having the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet should be carrying the gospel of peace. Above all the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Take on the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with prayer and supplication in the spirit. And watching thereunto with perseverance and supplication for all saints. So armor, even when it was first made, it was made very, very specifically. It was made for the person wearing it. And it could have been made with little teeny tiny pieces. Everyone say teeny tiny. Teeny tiny. It was made with little teeny tiny pieces. Or it could have been made with big, huge pieces of metal. Everyone say big, huge. Big, huge. Say teeny tiny. Big, huge. Big, huge. Yeah. It could have been made in so many different ways. But any way that it was made, it was made for one thing, to protect who was wearing it. So our armor is the same way. It's not made in a quick amount of time. And it's not made just for any old person to wear it. It takes time. And it's made for the person wearing it. So we need to take time, making every single piece strong for battle. You might ask, everyone ask, how do I get my armor strong? You pray. You work on your belts of truth by staying truthful, by not lying when it's easy to lie, by not going around and sneaking, sneaking, being truthful, living the right way. And your gospel shoes are not like other shoes. Say, these aren't like other shoes. These aren't like other shoes. These shoes don't get worn out. Usually, shoes get worn out the more you wear them. They can fall apart, they can get scratches, and they just don't last long, right? But these gospel shoes we wear, 
they get stronger the more you wear them. They get more comfortable when you wear them. The more you go around and tell people about Jesus and about the Bible, about the wonderful things that he does, the more your shoes are comfortable, the more peace they bring to others. They're amazing that way. And your shield of faith, oh, it gets thicker. It can hold so many more bullets and arrows and lies and deceit. It can block all of those things. The more you use faith in your life, the more you, every time you use faith to make a decision and to trust in the Lord instead of fear, those are the times that our shield of faith gets strong. Now your sword of the spirit comes strong. Your sword of the spirit is the word of God. The Bible says that the word of God is stronger than any two-edged sword. I don't know if you've ever seen a two-edged sword, but it's not like a butter knife where it's only sharp on one side. It has two different layers. So you can go whoosh, whoosh. It fights for you on both sides, protecting all around you, just like the Bible. It protects you all around where you walk and where you go. So you need to keep it sharp. Keep reading your Bible. It is living and it is breathing. And the word inside you is how it gets stronger. When you remember a Bible story or you can remember a verse to tell someone later on, oh, that's when your armor gets strong. That's when your sword is sharp. Now, your armor isn't like everyone else's. Say, it's a little different. Say it like a funny way. Go, it's a little different. <laughs> That's right. Your armor is a little different. It's not going to look like the person sitting next to you. I know my armor has some dents. It's got some dings, but it's got some stories. It can tell you the battles that I've been in, and it can tell you who won them. It can tell you where the victory came from. Your armor... And those dents you carry, that's your testimony. That teaches other people as you wear it that even though ooh, something hit me there, oh, my, my gospel shoes got me there. They had me. I didn't get that, you know? Oh, something came at me. Oh, it hurt me in the heart. It hurt my feelings. Oh, but you know what had me? My breastplate of righteousness. It was there for me. And one of the coolest parts about your armor is that it's private. It's between you and God. I can't see your armor of God, but you know it's there. You know if you're praying, you know if you're living right, and if you're trying your best, and if you're really trying to show God's mercy and love, that's between you and God. Your armor might not be dented, or it could be more dented than anyone could ever imagine. But in any way, we make it stronger. We work on each piece by praying and using the things that we've learned in Sunday school and in church and we use it at school and at work. We keep our armor growing and getting strong. Now our armor is always protecting us because we don't know when a battle is going to happen. The devil won't come up to you and say, hey Ella, is it okay if I come attack you? That's not how the devil works. The Bible says that the enemy comes to kill, steal and destroy. He's not gonna ask you when it's time. So we have to always have it on. Be ready because we're soldiers for the Lord. We're ready, right? We're ready to fight. We know. And so we just have to be ready. The Bible says put on the full armor. It doesn't tell you to just, oh, I'll just wear my shoes today. That'll be good. No. It doesn't say, oh, just put on half. You don't need the whole thing. 
No, it says put on the full armor. That's head to toe. Put on the full armor of God. Now we know in the Bible, there was a little boy. Everyone say, little, little. Say it like a little, little, tiny. Say little, little, tiny. He was a little, tiny boy. His name was David. Everyone say David. David. We know this story, right, boys and girls? Yeah. There was a little boy named David. He wasn't big and strong and mighty. No, he wasn't. But he came to the battlefield, and he didn't go to fight. He didn't go to make a big scene or to be some hero. He came to bring food for the guys who were big and strong and heroes. But when he came, he saw something crazy. He saw all of them hiding. Everyone say, hiding. Can you imagine a big, strong, huge muscle guy hiding like a little tiny person, just so scared? Isn't that crazy? That's what David thought. He was like, why aren't you guys fighting? What are you doing? And they said, don't you see the enemy? He's big, he's strong, and he's yelling at us. And they looked over and he saw him and he was like, the Lord's already on your side. You can fight him. And they said, no, no, he's a giant. David, get down. That wasn't good enough for David. So he went to the king and he said, king, I'll fight that giant. I'm not afraid of the enemy. I know who wins. And the king was surprised and he didn't think that he had a shot, but he thought, well, I don't have another option. No one else would do it. So the king took off his armor and he put it on the little boy and it just went whoop and weighed him down. And he stood right up and he said, I don't want this. He said, I don't need this big gold kingly breastplate. I have the breastplate of righteousness. I already know who wins the battle. I don't need this belt of stones. I have the belt of truth. So he took that off and he looked at the big, huge, clunky shoes that the king gave him and he was like, and I don't need these shoes. I've got the shoes of the gospel of peace. When he went onto that battlefield, he wasn't wearing the king's armor. He was wearing the armor from the king of kings. The armor. He was wearing the armor that you all wear every single day to school and to work. He was wearing that armor when he stepped onto the battlefield and he didn't draw a huge sword that a king gave him. Oh, but he knew the words of the Lord. He sang to the Lord. He knew him every day. And so that's how we have to be. When we go into our school, when we step in the hallway, just like David stepped onto that battlefield, we are stepping in in the full armor of the Lord. So put it on, kids, and let's go into school, and let's show God's light, okay? Okay, raise your hand if you know what a soldier is. Let me see. I got your hands up. Okay, now I want you to picture one in your mind. Close your eyes and make sure you can see one. That's, I call it like making a mind movie. Like you can see him in, or her in your mind. Okay, you got it? Everybody got it? Okay, now I'm going to ask Adley. Adley, is your soldier a boy or a girl? A girl. Girl, and I'm glad she said girl because girls, you know that even girls can be soldiers, right? Yeah. Everybody can be a soldier. Okay, now Jet. Jet, 
is your soldier sleeping? No. <laughs> a soldier sleeping? No, soldiers are like, attention. Like they stand strong. They have to be alert. They're awake, right? They're ready. All right. Uh, Brenly, Brenly, is your soldier have a swimsuit on? No, he doesn't have a swimsuit on. No, swimsuit, that's silly, right? Soldiers have, they have a uniform they have to wear, and they look really sharp in their uniform, don't they? Yeah. Okay, one more question. Uh, let's see. Lainey. Okay, Lainey, do you, did your soldier have any weapons with them? Yes, because if you're going into battle, you got to have a weapon to take with you, right? Okay, now, does anybody here want to be a volunteer? Anybody? Only a couple? I thought you would all raise your hand. Don't you all want to be a soldier? Well, good, because guess what? I pick all of you because God picked all of you too to be a soldier. And he picked you to be a soldier in his army, the army of God. Yes. Yes. Now, you're going back to school. And just like Sister McKenzie said, you have to be ready You have to be ready. You need to be alert. You need to be awake. Attention. You need to have your armor on like she just talked about. That's your uniform. And you need to take your weapon with you. And I'll say, Sister Anne, they said do not bring weapons to school. You're not supposed to do that. Zero tolerance policy. You are allowed to bring your weapon with you. Your weapon is the Bible. And you're allowed to take that because he said hide it in your heart. So you're going to take that weapon with you.